first things first, the ribbon, get it in tutter. Niggas know the name is none other. I know you know me, the double O rapper. Two step gun, told her nana, smoke pusher. I know you love it, now I do it when I switch up the design. Skinny nigga, diggy in your city, get your change. Like I'm Carmelo, meet me in the design. Yamming on you sucking niggas, yamming on these hoes. Throw switches in the whip, but they be so quick as male whiskey, motherfucker. We have been this bitch, hoes love cooler, smooth dooder, couture. I'm coming, I'm coming, and I know why. Y'all know I keep it fucking, motherfucker. Better get it right, get it right, better get it right, get it right. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, and I'll be walking along, zoning in, moving along, zoning in. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, hey, doing what I want, no need to front, skinny and tight to fuck up. If that's what the fuck. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for joining us for another episode of. An earful in the Emerald City. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate it. Like always, you guys know the drill. Seriously though, thank you guys for being here. We do appreciate it. I uh, got a good episode for you today. Second time guest here, good buddy of mine, Mr. Darren Birkenbuehl, joining me in studio. Really enjoy sitting down with this guy. He's, you know, when you, when he gets a full head of steam, he's hard to slow down, man. This guy, he's got a lot on his mind. He's been making some positive changes in his life so i've been i was commending him for that and uh yeah so he wanted to get on the blower and i said yeah let's do it man so got him in house here had a good chat with him like i said he's talked a lot of diet and a lot of good other good stuff so yeah it was a good chat uh hope you guys enjoy listening to it too uh i got this one for you guys i'm actually heading out to vegas after i'm, I'm mashing to get everything i gotta pack a bag after this actually uh that's gonna be interesting here at 10 o'clock a couple beers deep but um yeah so if i don't get anything going next week you know don't don't crucify me for it okay i'm human here all right those hookers take a lot out of you you guys okay it's a there's a recovery process so but uh, i'll do my best but um yeah if not might might be a week off here but uh we'll keep coming at you guys so enjoy my chat here with my buddy darren and we will talk with you guys soon here thanks appreciate it guys Just it, everything I've done in the last three months has really opened my eyes to to how bad I was living. And it, you know, I was genetically gifted, I guess, right? Because my parents were very thin, and my dad was pretty muscular, right? So I basically got, you know, a pretty decent frame. Yeah, it's skinny privilege. Yeah, skinny privilege, right? Exactly. Eat. I mean, I literally ate whatever I wanted up until about you know a year ago, mm-hmm. which well, then I started realizing like, oh man, like I got a little pooch in my fucking. You know, I got fat here and there. And then I went and did my scan and at a gold gym and literally was like 18.5% body fat, which is actually in the fair range. It goes above 18 is fair. Uh, obviously above, like, I think it's like 18 to 22, 22 above is like, you're basically, you're you know, obese, you know, or whatever. It's, I don't know the technical you're, term. You're on your way to it. You're least. on your way. Exactly. Yeah. If you're plus 20, 25, you're quarter of your body is fat. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just crazy. So I was, a, I was actually surprised that I was 18.5 because the last time I did it, which was like probably 20 years ago when I was 13, I was like, you know, 6.5. I was like, Oh shit. You know, yeah. when I was 13. I was a stick, you know? Yeah. So I went from yeah, 18.5. Yeah. Pull-ups, oh yeah. I was, yeah, no I was like 10 pounds, you know, yeah. whatever I was 30 pounds. <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, so I mean, it's uh, I did my scan, and then uh, a month later, one month of eating clean, you know, cleanish. Like I still like I basically no fast food. Every meal I ate was somewhat prepared. And I also had a lot of like protein shakes that helps me because I have a hard time eating a lot of food. So, you know, if you can supplement a meal or two, maybe even three with a shake that has protein, good carbs, I use oatmeal, uh, maybe a little bit of peanut butter for fat or even not even peanut butter. I use like almond butter or uh, cashew butter, like just get, you know, you just look at these ingredients on the Jiffy peanut butter and all this shit. And it's just like, oh yeah, peanut butter is good for you. It's like, no, that shit is garbage you know what i mean and mm-hmm. that's why you have to limit even the you know cashew butter and all this stuff because it is high in fat and it's you know you're what's, what what's up with peanut butter that uh just it like it's good? got like mono you know mono whatever the you know it's literally you look at the ingredients there's 50 ingredients on this like jiff peanut butter it's, just it's trash made yeah. in the lab it's just it's just a lot of yeah like whatever synthetic oils or if that's what it's called i don't, I don't even know yeah. but it's just trash i mean you, you know you listen i'm not gonna I could regurgitate a bunch of, you know, Rogan stuff, which, you know, if you've listened to any of those, uh, podcasts with like Rhonda Patrick or yeah, uh, some of the, you know, uh, Mike Dolce, I think was on, uh, he has the Dolce diet and you listen to these guys and it's just, it's your, what we think we're eating, what, what people, if I were just to go like, Hey, cook me a nice, good meal, cook me a clean, good meal. Most people would be cooking me or preparing me shit, mm-hmm. right? They would have an idea of what they thought was good and they'd load it up with butter, salt and, and dressings. And here you go. Here's this with, you know, you know, tons of salt and fat and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The dressings too. That's a, yeah, that's the a big sauces, one. Like that you know gets me I mean? so much. And and the thing is like, I feel like a lot of people when they get the dressing for their salad, mm-hmm. they feel like an obligation to use every single <laughs> drop yes, of it yes. to not let any of that go to yes. waste. It's like, yes, you guys chill starving out. Starving you know? kids in Africa who would yeah, they would love that. drink that ranch. They would love that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. Like now for me, I don't even put it on the salad just because I don't like, um, I don't like what it does to it, you know. The salad like it like wilts and like kind of dies and loses its yeah. form quicker. Yeah. So I just dip the I just dip the fork, you know. You get a mm-hmm. little dip yeah, on the fork taste, and then little taste. yeah, exactly. And it's just a little something. That's all it is, you know. It's it's just a little something to to yep. get your taste buds going. But, and that's what I do on my meals too. Is I yeah. just light sauce and go get, go look through the sauces that are you know maybe lower in sugar, right? Like whatever else is in there is fine. You know the peppers yeah. and the spices and this and that. That's fine. Like you can't. I got, I basically hit it hard for a month. I lost all this, you know, and then I realized like, wow, this is like really hard to do with no flavor, you know, when you're going that extreme. So I kind of backed off Mm -hmm. and started getting, you know, I went and got a bunch of sauces and cooking stuff and spices and really like started to like make the meals taste a lot better in, in, yeah, there may be more, uh, a little more calories, a little worse for you. Maybe a little more of that sugar we're talking about, but if I'm eating more meals and more clean food, it negates that effect, right? Yeah. So when you still got to live your fucking life, you got to live your life exactly. Day, I'm trust you know? me, I am not here sitting like, oh, I'm eating nothing but yeah. chicken and and yeah. this and that. No, I cheat, and especially at night when your uh, your uh, receptors are like craving that you know sugar and that carb and that dirty food. Yeah, I'll have a little snack. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's just a fruit bar or Nutrigrain bar or whatever. Not even Nutrigrain bar. I don't eat that shit, but like. Cause that shit's garbage too. You got to find the, you know, there's like two aisles in Fred Meyer that you can shop literally that <laughs> and feel good about. Yes. And feel and, and be okay with it. Maybe three, but yeah. uh yeah. And I'll have something like that because my thing is, is if you look, listen to the Joe Rogan, Michael Walker podcast about sleep, it is much more important to get sleep 
than it is to limit your calories or limit your sugar or limit your bullshit food. Way more important to get sleep. So if I'm sitting there at 8.30, 9.30, 10.30 at night thinking about a fucking Oreo in my <laughs> closet uh, you know, or in my uh, cupboard, uh-huh. uh, it, you know, I'm going to stay up for another half hour thinking about that thing. Yeah. I might as well just go and eat it right now. Yeah. Have one, maybe two. Like, don't eat ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the hard <laughs> part. You start sleeve. eating one or two, it's like a fucking latest chip. Yeah, get your little, get your little dopamine You know, just hit, one you know? hit. Yep, eat it slow. Enjoy it. You know, yeah. sit there and then you're fine. And you wake up the next morning, you're fucking skinny because you haven't, you know, eaten for eight hours. So yeah. it's, you know, or yeah. whatever. You're, you look pretty, you always are thin in the morning and heavier at night. It's just how it works. Yep. Yeah, the sleep, man. That's that. That's a crazy one, but it, it is so important. It it is. It's like we've come. What's what's mankind been around two hundred fifty thousand years, whatever, yeah. something I mean, like a that long since time, the beginning. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. we've evolved th- through this whole time, and still we're at the point where we have to sleep for like a third of the yes. day, eight like, full hours. Or we've you're come fucked. this far, yes. yeah. And it's like if it was more efficient for us to just do two or three, like we would have figured it out. Yeah. Probably. Or like a lot of people be on our way to it. Yeah. There was one uh, in the, in the sleep podcast. He was, you know, talking about the only people that really can do by, uh, by what is it? By sleeping or whatever. I, I that's not the right word, but, uh, like where you sleep twice a day basically mm-hmm. is like okay. older people whose circadian rhythm has been thrown off. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only people that should be doing it. Everybody else, needs to be getting eight hours of sleep. And there's like the freak, very few one, probably not even 1% of people that can actually function at a high level on four to five, maybe six hours of sleep consistently. And those are like, you know, just freaks, right? Like we don't, that's the anomaly. That's the outlier. That's not the average person. You know, a lot of these people will be like, well, what about this guy? And it's like, yeah, okay. That one guy, yeah, that one super freak that can <laughs> Out like of hundreds of thousands of yeah. other people. And it's like, you don't know that guy's personality. You don't yeah. know his like background. Like who, you know, yeah, maybe he can pull it off for a couple years or he's done it for a few years, but eventually that will catch up to him. He'll mm-hmm. have, you know, health problems related to that lack of sleep in his fifties and sixties. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there is the people that do that. There's no question. Like there's people that are getting by, yeah, like two, three, maybe four hours of sleep a night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, honestly, I bet, I bet Donald Trump, I bet for a long yeah, part of his life. Yeah, but who that guy's on? Well, right? Like that guy is definitely on something, right? Although he doesn't drink and he doesn't. So maybe, but you know how people are like, oh, I don't drink, but yet they're like, you know, smashing Coke and doing Oxy and yeah, like, yeah. oh, you drinkers, you know. He does or, like Diet Coke. He's admitted that. Yeah. And that's terrible for you. Aspartame, oh, like that yeah. literally is carcinogenic like it it should be illegal right but you know yeah, i'm not i know i that's, say that in, that's a trick that's a tricky one but that uh, yeah. i mean i say wh- that in joking i mean yeah i would never want you but know it's a, like a diet coke though what the fuck like why was this even invented right why did we yeah, even where did, this i mean thing? demand right a diet coke. demand but yeah. that's where i say like we're we're being tricked and, and to no fault of our own because like you even look at uh uh, what is it? The naked juice. Mm-hmm. Naked juice is being sued right now because <laughs> their indecent exposure. Their broccoli drink, right, was a, no had no broccoli in it, but yet it was a the, on the f- picture of it was a huge broccoli and a bunch of you know pictures of fruits and or uh, yeah. vegetables. And this thing was the healthiest drink for you, and it's actually worse than you for than a can of Coke. <laughs> it's got like more sugars, more calories, <laughs> and it's basically just apple juice and orange juice dyed green yeah and and just labeled differently sold for three dollars and fifty cents you know <laughs> if it's on sale and people are eating it up and going oh i'm healthy i mean yeah. i'm drinking one of these in the morning and i'm you know i'm drinking one at night and i'm you know and i'm that's that's yeah. 70 grams of sugar right there like that's why i say i don't eat that in a week yeah now. you and know like what you I mean? said that's a diet coke in disguise right yes. there basically and i also haven't had any coffee in almost three months oh really not one drink of coffee because i haven't needed to yeah like it's just been the food i eat 
the water in it's like all this shit i don't drink coffee i don't drink pop like saving money mm-hmm. and i'm not drinking this poison i mean it really is you know yeah. what i mean yeah well it gets to the point it's like when in doubt it's in my opinion i just feel like putting less shit through your body is always going to kind of be better mm-hmm. you know and that's why yeah you just Less try to you do your best substances yeah, yeah. like you just so you do your best just kind of stick to the water you know yeah a little something else yeah. here and there will go in but it's just like you're just putting more stress on your body that is not necessarily needed especially when you're just processing a bunch of dog shit you know yeah and like i said earlier like the compounding effects of eating this stuff Month after month, year after year, mm-hmm. decade after decade, you can see it in people. Yeah, it, it's scary. Like you go to Fred Meyer, it is scary in there. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because we've literally like changed the definition of like what a good body type is, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. health at any it, size. Yes, it's like you know what I mean, and, and that's fine. I'm not fat shaming Every anybody. Every single inch of you is beautiful, just yeah, the way you are. That's fine, but it's like eventually, like you're gonna pay the price, and we will all pay the price as a society. So you're just kind of being greedy, yeah. by stuffing your face and getting huge. Like mm-hmm. I get it. No, not everybody needs to be fucking lean as fuck and like at their ideal body. Yeah, fighting weight. Yeah, there's but, there's a lot of people that can carry yeah, a good amount of weight just around. Just because, yeah, there's good food, there's good drinks. I'm not saying don't do that, but mm-hmm. it's like, at what point do we need to like check ourselves as a society and realize that, like, it's like something crazy, like one in five people are obese in America or something like yeah. that. One in five. Yeah, and it's and like, obese is no joke. It, that's like, obese is no joke. That's, that's not like, that's dude, you're medical, fucking, bro. That's yeah, like you got an extra person on 40 you. Forty pounds, fifty pounds yeah. of yeah weights, and that's yeah. just insane. And that, and that, in my opinion, is why we'll never have universal health care in this country. Is because we probably couldn't. Well, just you just look at the gap between the healthier and the unhealthy, yeah. and it's just like nobody wants to. I don't want to subsidize a bunch of fat tubs of shit, you know, for them to live their terrible life. Like, you know, yeah. I don't. I don't want to. It's subs- greedy. It's selfish. It is. It's exactly I don't want to. I don't want to subsidize the chick who goes to McDonald's for breakfast and then has a chocolate chip cookie before her meal. Yeah, and thinks right. that's good. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I don't. I don't want to have anything to do. I don't no. want to be connected with her yeah. at all. Yeah, that you logic know? is so flawed. Yeah, you know what I mean. If the vast majority of people, you know, I hate to <laughs> talk it, like I got the the final solution. Yeah, you know, but uh, if people look like us, you yeah. know, the little yeah. the skinnier, yeah. little, you know. And again, yeah, you're right. So there's not some extra people, but I was uh, doing some work with a buddy of mine. And we were doing some painting, and we were carrying those five gallon buckets yes. of, of paint. And you know, they're heavy. We're, we're just lugging You're them like, around. We're holding it right in our waist. Forty pounds each. Yeah, yeah 40, 50 pounds. Yeah. You know, somewhere there. And he's like, he's like, dude, there's people that just walk around with this on their waist. Yes, all the time. Yes, this po- just every. And sing- they've gotten used to it over every, time, but still, know, it's every still single the step. That's You're why you lugging around the, that five yes. gallon bucket every single step. I mean, how hard is that on your joints? Oh, how so hard? Everything. And then add, add the food they're eating. It's a literal time bomb. Their body is a time bomb. Mm-hmm. It's just when is it going off, and who who's picking up the pieces? As in, who's paying for? Your uh, healthcare along the way. Yeah, and this you know is because I mean? think about a person who's morbidly obese, or let's just say obese, mm-hmm. like the the obese category. Like, what you know, what kind of of job are they doing? What what are they producing? Are they a negative on society? Right. I would venture to say most of them. The average is a negative. You know. Uh, in the, it, I mean, it, if you're looking in the long run, you, you know, know, ROI, the return on investment is <laughs> negative for those people. You know, so. <laughs> the EV is not yeah, good. Yeah, the expected, expected value. value yeah, that's yeah, a bad hand. I'm gonna if I saw if the, if five fat people were my poker hand, I would have to. Mm. I'd have to and, fold. And, and that's the thing. And, and we get a lot of people now too who think that it's not fair 
to have these people pay more for their health care coverage. Right, even and, though they're more insurance. of a liability. Even, yeah, even though they're using yeah. more of it. Yeah, they're yes. more of a liability. It's going to be bigger issues down the line. Like, I don't, why, is it, we all got to pay the same, but they get to use more? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, and that's why the health care system is fucked up, right? You know, it's there. there's these massive flaws in logic where it's like, yeah, let's just all pitch in money and, you know, we're just going to be, yeah. You know, it's just, you'll, you know, it's it'll, just, it'll or, you covered. know, and then obviously your, the premiums are skyrocketing, right. For multiple reasons. I, I couldn't even go into it cause I'm not that knowledgeable other than just yeah, yeah lawsuits and yeah. you know, the people need are making money it's, and it's a lot of factors. Know, yeah. It's definitely you a know, lot of, and factors. I, I don't even want to speak on it, but uh-huh. it's uh it, it is crazy, man. We're just, we're, our mentality is just, is just nuts. It's the logic is so flawed. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it, we just kind of everybody needs to have a mindset change a little bit, you know. Yeah. And, and I think it's and I think it has kind of been happening to a certain extent, but um, yeah, I guess th- yeah. there's just people that just they I don't think they care enough. Yeah, I don't think they and care I, enough, like and they just they'll, they'll you know, keep putting just... those little Caesar's pizzas down. You know, they're five. And you think it's, it's five fifty? You think it's, it's easy? It's like it's not easy. And not in the long it, run. Not in the long it's, run. It's, it's not easy, easy right now. It's easy yeah. right now. It's like it's not even cheaper either. Like. You eat fast food and, and the, I guess the only fast food that I eat really is teriyaki, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what I do is I order spicy chicken with white rice or brown rice. If you want to do that, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It's like a myth too, like fucking white <laughs> rice and brown rice. Like it's just yeah. this, you know, oh, I'm just, healthy. I'm eating this brown just rice. Another, it's like, just yeah, another version I, I, of the race I'll, wars. Yeah. Well, I eat jasmine rice, whatever. Like it's, you know, yeah. it's just the simple fact. If you're eating chicken and rice, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With sauce on it, you're fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's it's the stickers and egg rolls and the tempura, yeah. and it's like stay away from that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think the best way for people to do it is just is just try to make the little changes. Okay, like little, yeah, yeah, you don't need to make the monumental, yeah. completely like. I mean, I went not extreme, wasting but one you don't meal. need to do it that way. No, just you do, do one day a week. Just do little things. Just cut this thing out. Mm-hmm. Start with that yep. one, and then you you know you kind of start with pop and, that. Sh- and and candy. Yeah, like you that, said, maybe coffee. Like literally, and and coffee too, because. Because you just pack it with cream and sugar. You don't need it. It's like, it's such a placebo effect. I I was hooked on coffee too. I had four double shot, little four, those single double shot espressos that you get. Like I had four of those a day. Uh And I was just like, oh man, I need, oh, after lunch, boom, at three o'clock, boom, here you go. Yeah. And it's more of a routine. And then you look at the sugars and it's like, oh, 12 grams of sugar each one. It's like, oh, 40. It's like. It's such bullshit, dude. It's yeah. crazy. And yeah, yeah it's, it's a complete farce. It is. It is. And that's why I say we're being tricked, like with the naked juice, like they're mm-hmm. being sued. Because, yeah. yeah, they're putting this labeling on this package and they're making it appear to the average person who's not really. And it's, you know, that's why I say to no fault of our own, because, yeah, not every person is due diligent flipping no. every label. No. Now I am. Not everybody cares. Now all I time, do. Yeah. But most people are like, oh, that looks good for you. I'm going to grab it. And yeah, it's like, you and know, it's that's it. bullshit. You know, it's like. We're being tricked, and that's not fucking cool. Yeah. Not in my mind. Not that's, after I've done all this shit. That's one of my favorite things to do is when I go to the grocery store is I I love looking in people's carts and oh, seeing yeah. what they're getting. Yeah. And you just see somebody, and you're like, oh, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, yeah yep, yep, just yep, judging yep. the that's shit That's why I say when you, know? you go to Fred Meyer, there is the fruits and vegetables, okay, yeah, and mm-hmm. then the meats. Let's not even count that because that's obviously great for you. Any Any fruit... You know, obviously they're high in sugar, but the, it's the way it affects your body. Yeah. You eat an apple, that's pretty high in sugar. It actually really is. Yeah. I, I'm not sure yeah. the statistics. Strawberries, but yeah. Yeah, the, it's, but it's like it digests differently. It breaks down differently in your system. And mm-hmm. it satiates you much more than that bag of candy. You know yeah. what I mean? You had a bag of gummy bears. It's like 100 grams of sugar and whatever, 400 calories and 
you know, and Apple's like what, 110 calories, maybe 20 grams of sugar. I don't yeah. even know. I, I literally haven't even looked up. I don't yeah, even care yeah. because I know an apple is good for me mm-hmm. and I can eat an apple as much as I want. I can eat all these vegetables, but literally, like I was saying is there's two aisles to shop in at Fred Meyer. Anybody you see in these other aisles, <laughs> you're fucking up, right? These cereals, these fucking fruit bars, these yeah. candy, these pop white bread, all this shit. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, the cereal, you don't really oh, notice scary, it because if you don't I'm, like the label. And now that I've and I've only been doing this for 3 months, so I know I'm sounding preachy here, but it's mm-hmm. crazy the effects that I've had in 3 months. Mm-hmm. And it's it's totally sustainable. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I'm working out a lot, and if you can't get to the gym that much, that's fine. Do push-ups, sit-ups, jump yeah, jacks at home. I literally swear something. to God, if you did that and ate good, you will see massive results. I think and go the, to the gym once a week. I think once the, a week, everybody I, can do that for an hour. Yeah, I honestly think that the eating good is probably the bigger thing. That's out the bigger of all. thing for like sure. Dieting is eighty percent. If you're not putting shit in, yep. like you said, at least you're going to tighten yep. up. You I know? mean, in in no joke, I was drinking six pops a day, <laughs> a Gatorade a day, uh, and eating a bag of let's say a bag of candy, two bags of candy a day, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's like a thousand to fifteen hundred calories and however many grams of sugar whatever we could call it fucking 400 grams of sugar three yeah 200 300 it's more than that it's like 400 grams of sugar yeah so that's why my results are so crazy i mean i cut out pop and sugar and in one week i was down four pounds the next week i was down another four and gained a pound of muscle the next week i was literally down 10 pounds in three weeks it was like three four weeks it was something ridiculous like i went from 172 pounds five nine to about 162 164 but while gaining muscle too. So you yeah. got to think like I've put on four to five pounds of muscle in three months while dropping 10, 15 pounds of body fat. Yeah. Not percentage. I've lost like six to 7% body fat, but like that's extreme. I was eating a lot of empty calories. So if anybody out there listening, the the thousands of people out there listening right now, if you're eating a lot of pop and candy, if you cut that out and you, you're not satisfied with how you're looking, you will instantly see results and you won't even have to work out. You won't even have to diet. You could eat anything you want. Just no pop, no candy. Yeah. And obviously no high fructose. Like you can't eat 20 Oreos. You know what I mean? You can eat one, but. That's a great place to start. Exactly. And a lot of people I talk to are like, I never drink pop and I don't really eat candy. And it's like, well, Mm, what are you doing then? Because you you look like you do. You know what I mean? Or you look. They don't think so, but they still get one or two a day. Exactly. They don't, Mm -hmm. they don't calculate like, oh, I'm not drinking pop, but I drink apple juice. You know, it's like, that's the same shit. It has fucking fructose, corn syrup, even the natural apple juice. It's like. You think about it, that's like how many apples is that? I you eat one a day and you're getting a lot of sugar. Now drink cups of apple juice. It's 40, 50, 60 grams of sugar. Darren, are you tell me that V8 splash, the fruit medley is not good for I, me. You know, I haven't checked that are label, but me, I fucking have never you're even bothered looking at it. You tell me the V8 corporation is lying to me, huh? Yes. They have sold themselves I'm telling you as the one healthy drink for it might decades be. I don't now. know, you know. And hey, obviously once in a while fucking you can have anything you want. You know, that that's the thing is the majority of the time you should be eating clean so that when you don't eat clean it doesn't affect you rather yeah. than the opposite of what everybody's doing now. Yeah. And you know, most people like are ill-informed too. Like they're just not, uh, they ha- they don't have the right ideas. You yeah. Know what I mean, so. I think a big part too is just like trying to find a balance on, on everything. Yes. And it's like the levels of stuff that you're eating. Like for me personally, if I, you know, if I made that shake, like you said, I, I like what you said, cause it, supplementing a meal with it's, a shake sometimes so is good like like meals you know like yeah you're not going to be like you're not going to be full you're not going to have that big satisfied feeling but you're going to get by the next three or four hours mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to be fine mm-hmm. you're going to get and you'll by. be surprised how good you actually feel like yeah. that's the thing like i i mean it, it's just nuts how good i feel yeah and i'm literally i don't do any drugs other than uh my prescription 
medication and my and a little bit of pot. Yeah, I mean, and that's you know, and 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 that's good, you know, because it's it's pretty quick. The prescription it's, medication, it's is pretty efficient. <laughs> Your body can break it down quick, you know. That that's helpful. But for me, it's like just get a balance, okay? So you had that smoothie, great. You took care of fruit for today. Now, don't mm-hmm. worry about eating any fruit. Now, maybe let's get some vegetables. Yep. You know, let's get some meat. You know, it's like if I had potatoes for breakfast, I'm like, okay, well, I don't need to eat potatoes again. You know, mm-hmm. I it's, already had some potatoes today. Definitely that. It's and just get a balance and, and and cut down where you need to and get all the levels kind of in line. You know, exactly. I mean, and mo- pretty much, you know, three meals of your day should probably be a small portion of protein, four to six ounces, a small portion of. Uh, Car- good carbs, whether it be sweet potatoes, jasmine rice, white rice, brown rice, mm-hmm. uh, red and yellow potatoes are not even that bad. You know, yeah. small, you know, small portion, and then uh, a vegetable. And the vegetables are really just there for fullness and you know, scrubbing your intestines and and yeah. just the health effects yeah. of eating vegetables and some, and and the, some vitamins. You know, and minerals. I mean, the, the vegetables aren't really there to like get you big, you know, or get you no. strong, right? You know, no. as far as like that's what the protein and the carbs do, yeah. right? You know, and so, you get some fiber too. Yeah, exactly, you know, your fiber, broccoli. Yes, yes, and it's just good for you, and it fills you up rather yeah. than just eating meat and potatoes. You're eating, you know, meat, potatoes, and this, you know, carrots or broccoli yeah. or whatever. Um, and that's what you should be doing for you know three meals a day, and then you do a couple shakes, and yeah, and you're fine. You know, have a few snack bars. Like I like those kind bars. They have like six grams of sugar. Or, three grams added. So, I mean, it's not great, not but bad. it's, you know, whatever I yeah. have one or two a day. It's not killing you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's definitely better than a pop tart or, you know, the shit, the oatmeal bars or whatever they are, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, you just got to get a balance, you know, get a little bit of everything yep. and then, you know, nothing's dinging you too bad in any, mm-hmm. any kind of categories, but, um, yeah, it'll affect your work too. You see, I mean, I work construction. I literally work from, I get up at five, I'm at work working by seven usually off by 3.30, sometimes as late as 5.30. On those days, I still make it to the gym. Now, I'm a single guy, no kids, uh, very yeah, few yeah. responsibilities in that matter, so I get it. Like, yes, I can make it to the gym five, six times a week. You can only make it, if you have kids and a family, one or two times. But you, the point being is, I get home at 5, I go to the gym at 7, I'm back at home by 8.30. I still have, you know, I have an hour and a half after work, I have an hour and a half after the gym. Yeah, That's three hours. Like, yeah. you can do plenty of stuff in that three hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? I literally grind from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Then I shut it off at 10 p.m. I'm in bed yeah. waking up and that's only I only get seven hours of sleep and that's you know where I'm kind of fucking up and you will lose your gains as they say there mm-hmm. but you know it's you know it, it busy life right you know hard it, yeah easier said than done to do all this stuff right it really is but in the end, once you start doing it, commit to a week and see how you feel, and you'll go, oh, wow, I feel mm-hmm. a lot well, better. Once you get into that routine again, yep. like that, that's really big. Like you're fine. People want to people want to talk smack about routine. Like, oh, it's so boring. So it's, it's the same thing. It's like, no, that's that's discipline. That's you getting into a groove, mm-hmm. and that's you getting something that works and being productive. Yeah, and sticking with what's works. And yeah, exactly, maximizing that time. Like. I'm right there with you, man. I have days where oh, yep. I'm out of here, you know, yeah, at five o'clock I take off and honestly after the gym, I get home and time it's time to chill and it's time to relax a little bit. It's like eight thirty. Yeah. You know? And yep. I left it I left at five. Yep. And now I'm finally but it, you know but what look, at the same time it feels how good. good you feel. Yeah, exactly. It feels You've good. accomplished I got, so much. I got a lot of shit done. We were talking about earlier with the society, like this mm-hmm. the food, the exercise, the lack of I should say the lack of good food, the lack of exercise. Uh, is putting this country into yes of a pretty depressed and volatile state where mm-hmm. everybody is on edge. You know, even even me, I'm still just new to this, and you know, I catch myself like getting worked up at work or like you know thinking negative, and then it's like, okay, let's reset here, 
Like, why am I thinking this way? And, and get through it. And it's like, that's new to me being able to process stuff like that in the last couple months like that. It's like you go to the gym, you feel good after that. You eat good food. You feel good after that. You're always feeling good. I mean, it's almost like a drug, right? I'm addicted to this now. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. really addicted to, yeah, working out, eating clean, like, so so much so that yeah I don't even there's no yeah, you, you cravings get, like you get addicted to, go to feeling Taco, good Taco Bell or whatever yeah you get addicted to feeling good you know mm-hmm. things addicted make you feel good, good exactly. like after you get to the gym that's a good feeling you're like okay yep. I got that after shit done after a good day at work I mean like you're saying when mm-hmm. you're when you're banging deliveries and you know you just like killed it that day yeah come home you hit the gym and you got momentum too meals, yes and you like, got momentum you oh, come yes. home you, you you did something good and you're like dude I'm gonna keep this shit going yep. man we're on a we're on a fucking roll right now yep all right I'm gonna ride this yep. momentum gravy man. train with momentum. biscuit wheels yep. as long as I can yep it's so hard just like anything to just start from nothing right like just to go oh, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna put more effort into this right now it's like it's it's hard to do that you yeah. need to yeah I'm gonna start steps. learning to play piano no, no you can't just do yeah. that all of a sudden yeah, yeah. right yeah Where, where's your you play, interest you get where's twinkle your... twinkle little star down yep. you know and then you kind of go up from there and you slowly start to. Uh, stepping up the pyramid but yeah yeah i know it's it's fucking crazy though man like, i mean life can get crazy it's like dude yeah. that's like 14 hours of just constantly going constantly exactly. but that's what we moving. were designed for right like i mean hunter gathers that's true we were, that's like, true we were, i know we were talking off the podcast mm-hmm. about like the human body is supposed to be sleeping for eight hours and working for 16 yeah you know what i mean like that's what we're supposed to be doing so if you're coming home after work uh and sitting down and watching TV and dicking around on the computer doing nothing, it's like you are wasting your time. You're, yeah. You should not be doing that. You should be doing something productive. And and it doesn't need to be that extreme where, yeah, seven days a week. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I take the time. I, I miss days at the gym to clean my house and yeah. make sure my car is washed and make sure my laundry's done and everything's prepared and meals are prepped. I don't sacrifice that other stuff to go to the gym or to, you know, do some you know i'll still have this you know fun that i can have you know yeah. go on trips and it's not like that but yeah well it doesn't uh, have to be epic too a lot of times it's just hey you know you got you're sitting around uh get the dish do the dishes real quick you know yep. it'll take eight it'll yeah, take eight like minutes when i came over here you just like took yeah. you took you six minutes yeah and, and, you know? and now it's done right you know? exactly and, and, and it's a small accomplishment moving. you know mm-hmm. like uh on the dolce diet they and i already do this like you can uh, people obviously can't see this, but you know, my, my list of things to do, you know what I mean? Like write, write shit down. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you'll remember it. Yeah. The mm-hmm. only way you'll achieve goals is by writing them down. Yeah. You know, you gotta most, know what you're working with whether you, whether yes. you hit your target people, or not. We're so busy now. I got, I got literally 30 things going on yeah. at once, you know, little things, not yeah. obvious. I'm not fucking, yeah, but know. it's hard to keep it all in line. It's hard it is. to memorize it all. I mean, you shit, know? you're think about your job with your routes or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you might have it dialed now, but what if they're throwing you this or that? Throwing yeah, something a, new you know, comes a up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you need to be able to adapt. And- yeah, but yeah, you just, I don't know, you get that routine though, and, and yeah, it gets a little boring at times, whatever, but it's, it, it, there's something to be said for it because, you know, you're going to get that consistency, your body gets into that rhythm. But uh, yeah, it, that that's how it's supposed to be too, you know, eight hours and then 16 going. Because yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to be, if you're laying down for a third of the day, yeah, yeah. Okay, what are you that, doing four the, hours before you're laying yeah. down? Laying down, you know. <laughs> yeah, the other the other two thirds, you gotta be moving out yes, there. Yes, yes. And, and I'm not saying like you need to be doing fucking jumping jacks till ten o'clock at night, but yeah, yeah. you know, I have a couple side businesses and I do side work and mm-hmm. I'm a union carpenter, so I work a lot. I mean, I'm working fifty to fifty five hours a week yeah. at my main job, and then I have other stuff I need to do, and I go mm. to the gym four time four or five times a week. I mean, it's it's doable and people who go, Oh, it's just, it's not, I don't have enough this. I don't have, I feel, you know, 
it's because you're not doing it yeah. is why you feel that way. Yeah. It, it literally is just that simple. Mm-hmm. It's because you're not working out. It's because you're not eating clean that you feel like shit and you have no time yeah. because you're not managing your time properly because you're not managing your diet properly. You're mm-hmm. not managing your life properly. You're not managing your finances properly. Yeah. And that's the majority of people, you know, in that situation of, I don't like myself. I don't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, therefore I'm going to find these other avenues, i.e. politics yeah. to, to get small wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's, I'm mm-hmm. more, you know, I lean more, uh, uh, I guess I don't even know like what I am. I'm just like, I'm not liberal, but I am, but I'm not conservative, but I am, you know what I mean? Like I'm more like small government, but like, uh-huh. I believe we need to, uh, you know, I, I believe that we can't just cut people off. You know, we, we are citizens of this country and we need to pay for other things for other people. And I'm, I, I feel that's, uh, not a conservative view, right? But you know, it's more liberal. But it's at the same time we can't be milking the system here. It's like you know, people will be like, "Well, food welfare and food stamps were welfare state, blah blah blah." It's like that's true, but if you look at the statistics on that, most of it's young kids and and older people who are on it, right? So uh, it's just you know differences in how you look at stuff, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't even know what I am, and I honestly don't even really bother myself with it too much, other than that, like I just kind of like. I know that we have to pay for stuff. You're saying universal healthcare won't happen. It probably won't, but I agree that there are people in situations that, you know, taxpayers money will have to pay for. That's just mm-hmm. how it is. Right. You know, you get some homeless transient breaks his leg. Uh, you know, you don't just let that, you know, degenerate yeah, transient yeah. bum who does literally nothing for society, uh, hang out with a broken leg and be in pain and suffer. You don't yeah. do that. You get him fixed and, you know, send them on the way or whatever we do with these people, which is just another fucking issue. It's just crazy, right? Like, yeah. I mean, the homeless population here is growing rapidly, right? Do we have like 10, 10, 15,000 transients? Bums, I think it's close whatever, to, close to 15, called. yeah. Yeah. Close to 15. That's nuts. That's a whole, I mean, and that's, you know, hey, that's, who knows what that is, you know? Who, mm-hmm. what, what are we doing? We're Seattle, we're, you know, all these bleeding hearts are, you know, and then they just walk right by with their nose turned up to these people. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't blame them. These guys are scary. They're looking I, bad. Seattle yeah. bums are hard bums. They got to push through the rain and the yeah. weather. And yeah, it's not it is life, funny how man. that works though, man. Yeah. Like these people that are like the most so- social justice oriented, like a lot of times these people, yeah, they'll just walk right by and they don't like real. It's like, you really have to wonder, do you really care about this? Or do you just want to talk about caring about it, it, this. It's just a virtue signaling, isn't that what they call yeah, it? It's like, yeah. I'm, I care about these people and, and I think we should do this and I'm willing to do this, but you know damn well nothing's going to happen and you're not going to do anything. Yeah, you're so not going to actually be You are now, I'm better than you. Yeah, and, I, and I'm I've better than you, Berg, some... because I can, I, can, uh, I can say that we should help the homeless. Why aren't we doing more for the homeless, Berg? Yeah. You don't care about the homeless, Berg. Come on. Listen, no, this is a this is the kind of issue that, that this affects everybody. I've said this on the podcast before, I'll say it again. It affects every single person that lives in the community, you know, whether you're a homeless person or not. Like when you see a homeless person, everybody's like, Oh God, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, man. Jesus. Like nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Nobody and, wants to and, see somebody in that situation yep. and know that's going on. Like like to say they they're walking on the streets like where where's that person even going? Yeah. Do they even know where they're going? Or in the winters. Like, I I work in the winters, so I know that when you get wet, there ain't no drying out. Like, you have to literally change 100% your clothes. Yeah. Like, I change socks, shirts, pants sometimes, like, at work, because it's, you know, it's 
middle of January, 35 degrees and yeah, fucking pouring. There's no way it's going to come around. And yeah, yeah. They, they hide out, but like, dude, I mean, they're, those people are wet and cold and like, you know, we're, we're basically just doing nothing for them, you know, and I don't know what to do for them. I mean, you know, it just, basically it's just going to cost money and you give these Seattle, uh, city council people and these state, whatever, you know, representatives, you give them the money and it just goes to nothing. Yeah, right. You know, what do yeah. we, what do we spend on? It's completely Bertha? squandered like 50 billion or something, or yeah. I don't even know. What is it? Like it's, it's ridiculous. And it's like, and that for job a, was supposed, for a one mile tunnel. Yeah, and the job was supposed uh, to be done like two years ago. But yeah, plus. we have ten thousand bums living in yeah. these shanty towns and like right next to hundred, uh, two three hundred million dollar buildings. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, like this is absurd, absurd. And then you have like the Key Arena, the Sonics thing. Like literally, have a a guy willing to. Uh, build a stadium with mostly private funds, right? What's mm-hmm. his name? Uh, Scott Hanson. Uh, Hanson, no, yeah. yeah. And they're just like, no, we, we, we need the key arena. We're just, nope, nope. If we're getting a basketball team, it's going to key arena. It's <laughs> like, you guys are crazy. Like, you cannot drive down to South Lake Union anymore, yeah. right? I mean, that's where it's at, right? Yeah. I just, I don't even, I've been to yeah, like... Yeah, Mercer one, Street's a yeah. fucking nightmare. You can't go down per, there. Per I worked down there for a couple of years and it was awful. Yeah. Now I'm on the east side and I love it. Work in Bellevue and Kirkland. Renton, it's awesome. Yeah, they express toll lanes, which you can just. The, the oh my god! I wish they would just toll every lane. You know, just flip it on over to HOV and just drive free in the toll lanes. I mean, come on, people, it's crazy. Like, there's a lot. I of, I actually did get a ticket. On that one. I did get a ticket the other day. I was in. Uh, I wasn't in my regular car. I was in my. I have a Forerunner with tent, and you know, can't really see in it. And then I was driving uh, my dad's Saturn View. It's like a literal fishbowl. Like I <laughs> just like. <laughs> can see completely through it and i had it on hov and i just drove right by a motorcycle cop like basically eye contact fucking just like shook his hand basically as i passed oh, him Jesus. and he just whipped out and i just pulled right over and and he was like yeah oh uh, you know why i pulled you over i was like no what's going on he's like well you're on hov there and you got one person i was like looked under there and was like oh yeah like, i didn't oh, even shit. realize and he like uh so he ended up writing me a ticket, and it was a hundred and twenty-four dollar ticket. Uh-huh. But the normal ticket is two fifty. If they think you're doing it on purpose, it's two fifty. If they think you're just, if you think you're, uh, just did it on accident, it's one hundred and twenty-four. Okay. But I mean, I've saved. I've been I've been driving on the east side. I've, I drove to Renton for a year and a half. I've drove drove to Kirkland for a year, and now I'm driving to Bellevue. So I've driven been doing it for over two and a half, almost three years since basically since the toll lane started. Mm-hmm. And I've spent, I've done, I've driven every day down and back work days. I mean, that's, you know, it's on average 10, $5 down, $10 back, 15 bucks a day yeah. over, I mean, 20, 25 work days a month. I mean, I'm saving a lot of money by, you know, just running that risk of getting a ticket, you know, whatever it's $124. So my total investment, I have a couple passes and I've reloaded my account a handful of times. I've maybe paid three or $400 total with yeah, that ticket, with ticket involved, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, well, I would, that's good, I'm more than willing to pay that to yeah. drive in those lanes. And that's a good situation for that too. Cause you're not even driving your car. You're like, Oh shit. I didn't yeah, exactly. know what's yep, going yep. on here. I did, and, this and is my car. It actually is like, I do forget to change it sometimes. Yeah. Like change yeah. it off toll. I mean, yeah. cause I'll like, if I see a cop, I'll switch it over to toll real quick. Yeah. And sometimes I'll forget to leave, to switch it back. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I just paid four fifty, <laughs> And that's why I have to reload my account. Just literally me forgetting to switch it over to yeah. HOV. It's uh yeah. This is why anybody I'm, you need to get your flex pass at Fred Meyer, yeah. load it up and drive those toll lanes for free. I I literally can't believe like it's so bad for traffic. It is so bad for traffic, but yeah. I love it because yeah. it's just fucking flip it over to HOV and it, yeah. boom. 
They uh, some of those fees though they're doing and stuff like I don't even know. Like you're talking about the tunnel, and mm-hmm. I mean, is anybody gonna pay that fee? Like you said, for a mile long stretch. I mean, I mean, what yeah, happens if people no, who get trapped? What happens have if to go nobody does like, literally, it? Literally, that's it. Yeah, you know like what? Nobody wants to do it. I mean, I go across five twenty sometimes, like early in the morning, like yeah. five thirty, mm-hmm. and like two fifty. Yeah, and I'll look at the cars coming into the city because I'm going out out of the city, mm-hmm. and I'm counting as I'm going across the bridge. There's like maybe a hundred dollars worth of tolls coming across that bridge when I'm coming through there, and I'm like a hundred dollars. This is nothing. Like the, on the whole scheme, of, yeah. this is absolutely no nothing. Like I'm sure, yeah, it's gonna get busier obviously and, at and eight with, o'clock with all the toll money. It's like where where does it go? You know, mo- the the four hundred five tolls like everybody should know goes to Texas basically. Yeah. It's seventy five percent of the tolls go to running the system that's operated in Texas. Yeah, is this not just the biggest racket? Yeah, we've ever seen, and we're just like. I guess happily, I mean, I'm happily paying it because mm-hmm. it's the, you know, the scam. But realistically, if, if you were to ask me now, I'd be like, this is, it's fucked up. Traffic's horrible. Yeah. There's like two or three, uh, what do you call them? Like regular lanes. Yeah. And then there's two, you know, high speed lanes. It's Traffic just, is mean, as it's horrible as it's ever people. been. And we have to pay more mm-hmm. uh, as we do it. Gas is on the rise. You know? Four bucks a gallon as of. What day is it today? Uh, the first, yeah, second? the first of July. Yeah, July first, yeah. four dollars a gallon right and now, and that's going to keep going up too. Yeah, it's scary, and that, yeah, that's going to hit people. Like people don't realize that, but oh, dude, no, I I remember when I bought my four owner in 2014, gas was two as a uh, yeah, like late 2014 November. Um, I was right after it dropped. Yeah, gas was super cheap, and I was just loving it, and I was like, oh, I get, I if. If gas Screw ever it. goes back up, I'm not going to be able to drive this, like joking. <laughs> uh-huh. And then lo and behold, fucking, yeah. you know, three years later, yeah, it's back up to $4 a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and who knows, you know, depending on what the Fed does, that one, that one might not stop for a while. Yeah. And that's where I, you know, as much as I like to, I listen to a lot of podcasts and so I'm somewhat up on, you know, current in, in news and I, you know, I'm on the internet a lot. I don't watch any TV, but I'm on the internet all yeah, the time. So yeah. I'm, you know, that's the better way to do it. Yeah, exactly. You can dial in exactly what content you want. Yep. You know, I want to, yep. I want to see something about this topic mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so that's where I get most of my stuff. But I feel like, you know, especially the older generation, our parents, I guess, are so wrapped up in the news that it's scary. It is I, it is terrifying to me that their lives are literally wrapped up in in the news and what Trump does. Like even I'll use my parents as an example. I love them to death, but they're both fucking so wrapped up in Trump. Every day I come home, it's my dad. I fucking hate Trump, man. That guy fucking. You see what he did with the kids? He's he's separating kids at the border, and it's like. Then you go do some like research and like I haven't done a lot of research, so please don't hate me if you fucking are like, oh, he's separating kids. It's like uh-huh. this is already a policy that was in place. Am I right? Like yeah. it was yeah, in it Bill Clinton in 97 or something like it, yeah. I'm trying to recall the article I read, but uh, it was like already in place in 97. And it's like it's actually kind of like if you explain this procedure, it's actually kind of makes sense to me. I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, you don't know if these kids are being trafficked. You don't mm-hmm. know what they're intentions are you don't know you're gonna put them in a, in a big holding they, pen with yeah and they're like rapists you know, or whatever yeah pedos like i mean yeah. it's it's you know it's and they it's had a, they had a court there was a court case about this too like mm-hmm. it, i think it was back in like the late 90s like yeah. 97 or 98 and the court case was about whether it was um whether it was 
you know, moral like, to yeah, lock okay. to lock the kids up with the parents. So you yeah. didn't separate them. Mm-hmm. And the court decided and parents, that, quote unquote, because it's like we don't. Are yeah, who they knows the exactly? It's just elders, we, we don't know. You know We're trying I mean? to figure it's, this out. Yeah, it's like uh, I mean, a lot of them are un- unaccompanied, so they don't even have any parents yeah. with them at all. But yeah. but it's like the court decided this, and they said that you can't lock the kids up with the parents because the parents are the ones that are in trouble at that point. Mm-hmm. The kids, you do, you got to do something with them though. You can't yeah. just throw them out in the world yeah. and let them do a thing. So you got to put them somewhere. But it's not like a it's not like a detention center net yeah, necessarily. Sure they want to make it seem like uh, you know what the, what do they always refer to the Nazi thing the what is uh, that? concentration concentration camps, camps. Yeah. It's like I I doubt that no. I highly doubt it's climate that. controlled they're, yes, playing they're playing soccer video games they're it's fucking like, come eating on, food you it's guys. like you guys this is not and then you get the and then you no get the way. kid There's the girl no that maybe was, a few cases like that's what I'm saying like people will latch on to these outliers like mm, we were talking yeah, earlier one, these yeah, anomalies that yeah. yes maybe one time a kid got separated from his family and <laughs> yeah. wasn't you know it's like yeah I'm we're talking sorry about tens happened, of thousands of people yeah, we're here. talking about thousands and thousands of people and yeah. open borders is just like like if you think you need open borders you're absolutely crazy yeah and I'm sorry if you think that like you know we took this land from the the, the south and this and that and it's like. That's fine. You can argue that, but what's what's law right now and what's in place right now is for everyone's safety. And I hate buying into the fact of like terrorists and nine eleven. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I really try hard not to buy into it. Mm-hmm. But there is a certain level of that threat, yeah. and we have to acknowledge that. We cannot just sit here and bury our heads in the sand and say that terrorism is fake. Yeah. Is it propped up by media and all this other bullshit? Yes, mm-hmm. but it is very real. There are very real people that want to do harm to America mm-hmm. and its citizens. Well, do think, not forget that. Well, and think about not, all the you know, cartels. One second. Think, think about all the cartels, the drug yes. runners, all these guys. Like you know, that's not religious or anything, but those guys are just as much of a threat too. And again, yep. that's our Southern border. Yep. Yep. That's our Southern border. Like, yep. you know, we got to take care of this shit. Yes. yes. And, it, and it has to be done with, you know, uh, morals and diplomacy, no, right? No you know, question. you can't be no question. And, and but so these people when, are breaking when the law, these though. reports come out that are fucked up, something needs to be done about it. But what is the government is not very good at doing more than what they're being paid for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, and you know what I mean? They're not, they're not out there really to help you. You know, they're not out there to fix stuff. Like, you know, we talk about all this shit, like, like, why don't they fix traffic? It'd be so easy if they did this, this, and this, and everybody has all these great ideas. They don't want to fix traffic. They want you stuck in traffic. They want you paying for the gas. They want you to be, you know what I mean? They want your time to be crunched so that you don't have all this extra time to do other stuff. I mean, you know, it's like, it's funny. People go like on a Tuesday and protest and the big joke is like, well, of course, you know, liberals are Tuesday unemployed, you know, and it's just like, it's like, that's what they want. You know, the, 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 they, I use, you know, the, everybody loves to use they. The globalists. Yeah. The, the elites, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever you can, you know, we, I, I'm kind of open-minded to that stuff. I, I kind of do believe in, mm-hmm. in the like global elite theory kind of, you know, yeah. the overtones of like, Hey, this is like the shadow government. And then this is how stuff really goes down. But you know, that's another discussion. And, and I really just, that's all speculation and what I've heard from, you know, different conspiracy things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I, I like getting into it. I don't live my life by it, and I don't let, literally let it affect me to the point where I, you know, am scared to live in a... Losing in, sleep over yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, we live in a great system. You yeah. know, everybody that thinks they're oppressed or, problems it has, or having yeah. problems, like, trust me, we have it good. You just need to change yourself a little bit, Yeah, and and things will fall in line. And, and I'm not saying that there's not people with disadvantages. Of course there is, and of course there's prejudices, but... I don't think the average person living right now, this generation, my generation, is is uh, racist at all. Mm. You know what I mean? I know myself yeah. I'm not. I know probably you're not. I mean, 
we're talking racist, right? Now there's mm. prejudices. I mean, yeah. there people have there's had bad encounters be. with every race, you know. Yeah. I've been beat up by black guys, white guys, you know, like I had instances with Mexican guys. I work with fucking uh 50 Latino guys, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I'm not you know, I, I, there's prejudice and racism, right? I'm not a racist, no, and I don't think a majority of people are. I think no. that gets media blown out of proportion, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, always. They do a good job of picking up those stories of white cops mm-hmm. killing black guys. Oh, God. But not and, the and other they, way and they, make, and they make sure that they announce that, too. Like, yeah. N- NPR was talking about somebody who got shot recently, and there was, you know, some protesting, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the end of the story, they're telling it, and they're talking, uh, Tamir's out and out, Rice who was black, shot <laughs> yeah. by a police officer, da-da-da-da-da, who, who was, was white. white. And that's yeah. the end of the story. And really? it's like, yeah. you guys are going to finish it on that? Yeah, white guy gotta, kills black guy. And so, obviously, racism. And it's racism, just like, come yep. on, you guys. This is so generation. dishonest. Because I think the generation under us, the the 15 to 20-year-olds, I mean, I'm, we're 33, I'm 33, I don't know how old you are, but yeah, yeah same. Uh, you know, obviously the older guy, uh, you know, our parents, maybe our grandparents who are still around, I have no grandparents left, but... I wouldn't say they were racist, but they grew up in a racist society, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's yeah. that's just the truth of it. So, yeah, there's some older people out there that, you know, they'll come up to me or something at the gym and make some comment. And I'm just like, damn, dude, like, you really think I'm going to go along with that shit? Like, yeah. and I, I, I'm not the person to really be like, you know check him because i just dig i just go okay yes. i literally will not associate with you now because you're a bigot and you're a racist and i'm not cool with that you know yeah. what i mean but i'm not gonna sit here and take a stand on this guy because he said some offhanded compliment yeah. or a compliment well, offhanded comment yeah well you know a lot I mean? of those older people i i think more than anything with them it's just they're willing to express some opinions that aren't uh deemed to be very tolerant these days mm-hmm. you know and it's not like they're even going to do anything or act on a lot of that stuff anyway. yeah exactly they, that's they just, the part right they're just they just feel free to sometimes let one slip when you're like ooh, maybe yeah. you should have kept that yeah, one like, whoa, to whoa, yourself yeah. there gramps a little bit you know <laughs> yeah. like that, that and that's I, I think I say that's, the offense my mom it's not like they're a... gonna go out and try to oppress everybody and you know keep, yeah. you, you know they're just like well geez you see a lot of people like you know and it's yeah. like all right all right, yeah, all right yeah, take it easy it's here. crazy i mean my mom had someone she always tells this story she had she was on a cruise and some white lady came up to her and said, "Like, uh, yeah, that that N word, bitch, Michelle is da da da." And my mom just looked at her and was like, "Do you think that I'm like that?" And literally, the lady was like stunned, and she just like my mom just like excused herself from the table. She was like sick. Uh-huh. She's like, "Why would someone do that to me? Like, why would someone think that I was associated yeah, like that?" that, that was just and it's whatever. just because people are just you know, hey, you're white, I'm white, like mm-hmm. we can be racist. Like, no, dude, that's not like. That's not me, and I and I and I. That's a very anecdotal story, yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah. the, and it is out there, so I'm not like one of these people that you, there's. There's you, no you racism know. at all. Yeah, no, exactly. of course there's exactly. pockets of, course of this. There is. There's, there's very there's... De- yeah. There's very good, you know, very yeah. Pockets exactly. That's a good mm. word to describe it. But I think the overall person is not racist. They might be yeah. prejudiced, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is a different mm. story, right? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too, like. Just because you recognize patterns, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't make you racist. Yeah. You know, so, sorry, guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The tribalism it, theory or whatever, where it's like, yeah. you know, you look different from me and it and it's like it, it even goes down to just groups. Right. Like mm-hmm. if I see a group of people walking down the street that I don't know, I instantly am like, OK, who are these guys? Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't like them. It not, doesn't. Not from that. Like, aspect. and it doesn't like, matter necessarily what they. Yeah, I'm I mean, guarded. I'm guarded. It doesn't like, matter the race. It's yeah, more like the matter. vibe yeah. you get from exactly. Them, yeah, you, know? you see a bunch of white guys coming down the street. What's the in, ener- What's the energy? Coming yeah, exactly. From them? And I'm I'm going. Ah, oh, these guys. You know, like I'm not. 
anybody's willing to start shit. It's not a race thing. It yeah. really isn't. I mean, yeah. you see somebody with the, wearing their chains, they're, they're baggy, you know, you're getting some negative energy from them. You're like, yeah, it doesn't fact, matter what their race I, is. I you're like, this is, this could be trouble. less with those white guys than I would do with a black guy dressed yeah. the same because it's like that white guy's like really putting it out there with yeah. how he's trying to style himself. Whereas <laughs> black guy is probably just, that's his he's culture. Just, it's like yeah, his he's normal. Going along with the yeah, flow. like yeah. looks good in a hoodie and t-shirt or a hoodie and jeans. Whereas yeah. you know whatever. It's white like, white guys really trying to yeah. You're show really himself, trying to show something. yourself that it's like okay, guy. Like yeah. I, I just instantly it's like red flag. And mm. I'm like not into it. And but. it's like and it's like you know people say well a stereotype and you judging something. It's like well okay yeah you don't really want to but sometimes you do though in this world. Like yeah. I was working. I've been working at a convenience store recently. And sometimes you do have to stereotype people. Oh yeah. I mean, you're not saying, "Oh, black guy coming in, he's probably going to steal something." Profile. No, like it, no. It's, if it's, if he's a 55 year old black dude who's wearing a nice outfit, got a nice hat yes. on, no, he, he's, you can he's assume not a, that he's, he's not a threat. Some good choices. He's in not his a threat. Life. Yes. If you know, if he's some 14 year old black kid, yeah. okay, yeah. And, and it doesn't even matter about race. I was no. Over, the I was age over at my is buddy's house thing yesterday. Than the race. I was over at my buddy's house yesterday, and it was two white girls about my age talking to me i had just got off work and i was in my construction gear like not any like orange or anything but they could tell i had boots and they were like telling me about how they were uh stealing road signs and mm-hmm. how fun it was and like it was just like like you're you know you you would go into a convenience store no one would think you're stealing right mm-hmm. that's the profile right yeah but yeah you're the biggest thief out of anybody you're stealing fucking road signs yeah you know what i mean so yeah. it's and, it, and and again it comes down to the factor that's most important here is the age. It's not right. your race. Age, exactly. It's not what it's your not race, race is. It's, it's, that it's, it's the 12 youth, to 17 yep. year olds yep. that I'm Rebellious worried about. Youth I see those. Acting out. You know, you're wearing, you're wearing sagged pants. You know, you don't really interact with Probably me. Don't, yeah, you don't I mean, say anything when I tell you hello. You kind of just uh, you give yeah. me a little nod. I'm like, yeah. okay, this guy, he might be yep. trouble here. Yep. This guy yep. might be up to no good. If, you you're, know? if he's on edge, you're making me on edge. Why are you so edgy? Yeah. A 65 year old black woman. No, okay. I'm not worried about that at all. All right. Yeah. You know, and that's just, and and again, that's just noticing patterns. Like the the people who commit crime are young males, usually. Yes. Young men. That's who's committing a majority of the crime. You're like way more likely as a white male to be a victim of a crime than any other race. Like statistically. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's obviously because we're a majority, but but still like if you're and that, you know, statistics are bullshit. You can look up fucking a million and that's the one, you know, a good point too. Like. You know, the whole Trump thing, and I hate to I'll go off topic here, but it kind of makes sense as far as like, you know, you could look up 10 things like 10 things Trump did good. Mm-hmm. And there'll 10 articles will come up of great things that he did. Mm-hmm. You go 10 things that Trump did bad. It's the same things that said we're in the good <laughs> argument, just with the different spin to the bad argument. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's kind of the same thing. It's just and that's been clear with this uh, Supreme. It's not necessarily Trump's fault necessarily, but that's been clear with this Supreme Court thing. The ruling, I uh, been with paying the attention. Uh, they ruled on the un- unions. Basically, if you're a public uh, sector worker and uh, um, and you don't want to join the union. Mm-hmm. You had to pay union dues before, mm-hmm. and so, so this guy sued, and they took it to the Supreme Court, and he actually won. So now they've ruled that if, if you don't want to be part of the union, you don't have to pay the dues for them. So basically, all these people that they were built, the unions were bilking before, they don't have to pay dues now, and so everybody's like, you know, talk about and they free- still get the benefits from the union. Uh, well, I mean, I mean. 
benefits you yeah, know yeah i mean it's, to, it's, they, yeah, i'm they, in the union too and they it's collect- the benefits are they collectively it, it's negotiate it's good but it's you they know, collectively negotiate and then out of pocket and then if you get fired unreasonably you know they'll they'll represent yeah. you after but, but it's like well, how often does that even happen really i mean come on you know this is what i'm paying these benefits Fairly for ever. and and Just it comes and it comes down to you know what are you into are you conservative are you liberal you know do you want individual rights you know because that's individual rights like yep. you gave that individual the right not to pay that you were upholding rights. Like I don't under, and then, but you know, you, I listen to NPR and stuff and they mm-hmm. frame this like, Oh, this is terrible for the, they're just, yeah. they're just trying to gut the union. And there's always, they're just trying to gut the, the union story. And there usually is. it's the balance between the two, right? Yeah. It's, it's, Hey, this is going to negatively affect this, but it's also going to positively affect this, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, and that's why you got to try to find who's covering it from all sides. Because that's again, why it's the, crazy that we have like these, this two party system, right? It's mm-hmm. so white and black. It's just, one party here, one party there, and it's just used to literally just kind of pit us against each other, right? Yeah. You know, it's, oh, you're a conservative Republican? Like, I hate you. Like, I cannot tell you how many times, like, during that election, like, people would just, like, I'd be going from maybe you know, groups of whatever to groups or whatever, and, uh, you know, it's just like, I wouldn't even want to voice some of my opinions because these people are so, like, dangerous. Their rhetoric and they're just, mm-hmm. their I- ideas were just... Like can fly in off my the mind, at so any time. flawed, like so, like backwards, and and just like, man, you're so naive. You're just so black and white. That's yeah. just not how it works. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, yeah, it just I, and I'm, I don't, I call myself, I don't support Trump. I'm not a negator, though. I actually just hope he does well. I mean, right? You know, but but I think a lot of the stuff, like people are so loaded for bear to just jump all over him that literally he can do no right. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? All he can do is wrong. Yeah. No matter what. And anything he does right will be, you know, that's Obama or that was already in place yeah. or, hey, you know, this you or that. You look at the thing with North Korea. And did anybody on MSNBC right? or CNN give him any kind of credit I mean, at all? just crazy. they give him any credit at all? They didn't even, no. like, cover it. It was no, like, oh, they, they did it. Even, and then, yeah, like, they couldn't even. It's like, come yeah. on, guys. Like, and I didn't it, watch a bunch of that, but I know what happened. And I saw some of the 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 press and Mm -hmm. it's just insane. The guy literally was just shaking hands with him. Like just yeah, crazy. Right. Like that's never happened before. No no one's done it. And how the fuck did this guy do it? And how is this a bad, and how is this a bad thing? Right. Yeah. How's this a bad thing? Like, yeah. Okay. Maybe we're not going to buy into completely, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not going to jump in head first on this one, Yeah. but maybe it's a step in the right direction here. If nothing else. Yeah. Let him gain some traction. I mean, (laughs) I think what are people, I ask people like what, I'll even ask my parents. I'm like, what, what has he done that's affected you? Like, and I'm asking really like open-ended here. Like what, tell me something, Just anything. Yeah. what has he done that's affected you? And it's like, you know, the, it's like basically only bad press. He's had a couple blunders, right? With mm-hmm. this, uh, immigration thing, the immigration ban, there was a couple, it just rolled out badly, right? It was yeah. rolled out badly. It just, yeah. they, you know, and then they, uh, and then this new thing with the, the border children border thing, it just, he he like did it and then he went back on it and he signed this new like whatever it was uh, executive order or whatever and he put it out but it was like it was like a kind of wishy-washy executive order yeah, and he basically was, just like backtracked it was, it was and he kind fucked of for himself show, he should have just he should have just hardlined it or whatever he should have mm-hmm. done you know so um yeah just kind of crazy you know like it is though it's so nuts how wrapped up everybody that hates him gets in him. oh it's it, your the, whole their whole lives are wrapped they're around just it. completely sad. fixated it's on like, it dude, get get over it do yeah. something else with your life like exactly hanging on to this like idea that trump's this boogeyman is just like it, it isn't man it start it really just starts with the people mm-hmm. it really does like it's so corny and cliche but like it really just it just starts with us getting better right hey 
let's start with our own selves before we worry about what Trump's doing. Yeah. Let's start with, hey, hey, guy that's severely out of shape, mm-hmm. you know, who's basically going to his nine to five desk job and then coming home and doing nothing else. Mm-hmm. Let's let's work on yourself first before you're throwing stones. Don't yeah. you know what's the, yeah, the calling everybody that uh, voted for don't Trump? Don't throw a... stones when you live in a glass house. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're far from perfect. Your decision making skills are far from perfect. Yeah. Look where you're at and not not hating on you, but hey, look where you're at. You're obviously not satisfied with your life or what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so you lash out and you you like you, you know, get these small small wins over people wherever you get them. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like it's, However, it's yeah. pathetic. It's like it's so it just backtracks society, right? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it, it literally starts with the people and it starts with us doing what? Working harder, okay? Uh, not looking for these short-term gains. I mean, it sucks. You know, you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you have all these things that like, this guy just got Louis shoes and this guy just got this and you got a Lambo. And so like in your brain, your consumerist brain, you're like, well, I want to get that, but you don't work for it. You just put it on credit or you, you know, and I'm guilty of that too. When I, you know, when I was in my late, uh, mid twenties, late twenties, I was racking up credit card debt that I'm still paying for. You know what I mean? And it sucks, but I'm handling it and I'm paying it and mm-hmm. that's fine. You know what I mean? A lot of people are in debt. Yeah. I'm one of them and I'm working out of it. So, yeah. but that's a goal to work forward to. And I have been, and I'm, and I'm getting to that goal and that's a nice feeling. You know what I mean? But it's not the short term gains that you look for. You got to have a long term goal. Yeah. That's why I say write shit down because you'll never imagine where you, you are now. Now look back a year ago, two years ago. Did you think you would be right here two years ago? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like you, you have to kind of have a plan. Otherwise, you're just going to drift through the life yeah. that we live. And we're 33. Like, we'll be 40 in no time. And then, yeah. you know, and then it's we're, like, on the, we're on the backhand of the Yeah, and then it's like, how much, how much can you work? You know, can you do the same kind of jobs you were doing before? Can you do that right? laborist yeah. job? Oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, that exactly. Still, oh, that goes through my head still an option for One you? One injury for me. Uh, you know, to a uh, uh, one major injury to me mm-hmm. and my career is over as a carpenter. Yeah. You know what I mean? You smash your hand, your yeah. arm, your leg, like, and then what you're you done. Know? Yeah. And so in your so whole identity is wrapped up into that, you know, yeah. my whole, really my whole life is wrapped up into it. You know, my dad's business, I'm, you know, been there for eight years, worked from the ground up, labored a carpenter to now, hopefully now I'm a foreman now, hopefully a, you know, then a general foreman, superintendent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, that's the long game, right? You know, like, it's you can't just sit there and you know look for short-term gains with very little work you know what i mean uh and and that's where it comes from is the each person we each need to literally work harder work longer work more and expect less Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and 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 be okay with it because you're in a good spot you know what i mean i'm not saying we're working hard and and i'm and pay more taxes expect (laughs) less i'm not saying that i'm just saying like Pretty radical most, thoughts there, Derek. Most people go, hey, I I helped you out. Gimme. You know, yeah. hey, I helped you out. Buy me dinner. Hey, I helped you out. I, I helped you move. Uh, you owe me. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, just if if you help a friend move, which I've done many, many times. Yeah. Basically, I've never asked for anything. Mm. All I've asked for is that you be a good friend when I need help. Yeah. Or, ma- or, or maybe you know a I mean? rhetorical move, you know, a move helping. I mean, yeah, that's, that hasn't really been an issue for you, but. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, it, it just yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, know you just I mean? try, you try, try to help out where you can, you know. And, and so yeah, just expect less, do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything. I think, that, I think that's will, important. I think everybody needs to your manage, reputation, your manage work. your expectations a yep. little bit. You know, I mean, yep. we again, it comes back to we were talking this earlier, but we got it pretty damn good here. You know, uh, things are pretty good. Uh, could they be better? Yeah, everybody's situation could be better. You could yep. have those nicer things that you really. But is it really going to be better at that point? Yeah. Is it is is utopia possible? No, yeah. it is not because 
your utopia is maybe someone's mm-hmm. dystopia, yeah. right? It's someone. And if you're always you know, think- someone who uh, abortion should be illegal, well, that just fucks over a, n- a bunch of other people, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, sh- it's it's not the a perfect world does not exist, and we are in the best system. As much as I hate the you know shit that's pushed on us from the media and the food and the government, mm-hmm. we have a great system where you can have a great life, yeah, as long as you choose to work within the parameters of those system, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, my, we're not. We're not, no one's, that's why it's like, you know, we're going to have a revolution and da, da, da. It's like, no, we're not because a, nobody will do anything. Yeah. You have all these people who are just going to talk, talk, talk. And then yeah. when shit goes, you know, you want to, you want to get your guns and yeah. bear arms. Well, when you so, can't go get your so McDonald's can, burger every so that we can day, get rid of hate speech. Yeah. Are you, yeah. you going to do that? Really? Yeah. Right. Like, mm, yeah. That's just don't say anything too mean. All right. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, see, so, and that's and that's the thing, and it's like people, you know, they, they yeah, like you said, they talk about revolution, and like this is a big deal, and this that. It's like, no, you guys, we have it fucking good here. We have it okay? great. We have it good here. Is it perfect? No, but like you said, it, it's never going to be completely perfect, no. okay? And you can't focus on trying to get that point. You just got to try to be uh, as happy and content with your situation right now. And again, like you said, keep looking towards the future, and know that you got to be prepared for that at some point, you know, because that that time's going to be here sooner than you think. Nope. And everybody has. A pretty much a level playing field. Yes, there are some disadvantages. Equality when you of have opportunity. No, when you have a single parent household, low income, white or black, you are at a very big disadvantage as opposed to a double parenting, double parent family mm-hmm. with uh, with some income. Yeah, you the, just really are. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you can't grind. You can't get through and, that. And, yeah. and maybe that means you have to grind a little harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Maybe yeah. that does. If that's the case. Are you gonna sit here and be a victim for fucking ten years of your life from mm-hmm. your twenty till thirty? Or are you just gonna I'm get, speaking to you millennials? <laughs> or are you just gonna get on it? And get, or are you just gonna get on it and say fuck it? I'm yeah. just gonna do this. I'm gonna work this Sooner job. I'm gonna better. get into a yep. union. Anybody can get in my union, carpenter. Mm-hmm. You want to come work with me? Come work with me. You can make a uh, hundred grand a year, easily. Mm-hmm. I took a month off last year. I cleared over a hundred grand. Mm, wow. And I can promise you, it's hard work. It's yeah. not fun in the. It's not fun in the winter. Yeah, you're gonna have to earn it. I work in hellish conditions you know what i mean and well, just just working outside in general like yeah exactly just working outside in general. But, but it's possible right like you have to have a work ethic mm-hmm. you know what i mean you have to get out there and grind yeah you know what i mean so if you're sitting at a job where you're making 30 grand a year 40 grand a year going how do i do this how do i get out of this place there's lots of opportunities you just have not looked you haven't tried yeah. you know what i mean you haven't gone outside of this victimhood mentality and really just stepped up. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, everybody has shit in their life that they are, have to deal with adversity. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was heavily addicted to oxycodone for three years of my life in my mid twenties, heavily. Like I was doing over 700 milligrams a day for like, you know, probably eight to Eight to 14 months. I don't, I mean, really? for wow. at least eight months of yeah. like, and I'm talking 20 a day, 20, 30s a day. Yeah. 600 milligrams, six to 750 would be a high day. Yeah. But like at least a solid 20 to 30 yeah. or 20 yeah. to 25 a day. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm obviously sober now, but, uh, I mean, who's, you know, how did I get out of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I had a pretty good support structure. My parents were behind me. They knew what was going on. So they were behind me. Mm hmm. But it was a mental decision that, hey, I'm fucked if I keep doing this. 
Like no one, like no one's doing this to myself, yeah. or no one, no one's doing this and to no me except myself. It and no one's going to change it for me. You know, you and I had to want it, to. and I did, and I literally quit cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, was sober for about a year, relapsed, and then quit again. Yeah, uh, relapsed for six to eight months again. Spent a bunch of money, like fucking ten grand in like four months or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and uh, and then had to check myself again. I was like, oh fuck, and I did. I didn't go to rehab. I did it just literally cold turkey, and and. Uh, and that was uh that was pretty crazy the first time I did it. The first uh, the first time I quit, I quit cold turkey. Then the second time I quit, I actually went uh, the Suboxone route, mm. which people will hate on it because it is something that you eventually have to get off of too. <laughs> but when I quit the first time, I literally was out of work for almost two months because I was so fucked up. Like I was just like, had no energy, had no like you know, couldn't think I could barely, I couldn't for the first week, I couldn't even tie my shoes. Yeah. Could barely take a shower. Just sat in my room, just like dead. You know what I mean? Like yeah. miserable, but with a determination to just like never take one of these things again, uh, slipped up and then didn't have the opportunity to do that same thing. I couldn't just take two months off of work again. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I had to look at my alternatives and Suboxone was a good alternative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not the best thing in the world, but as you can tell, if you were to hang out with me, you would never, it's not a negative in my life. Yes, I will eventually have to taper off and get off, but I'm under a doctor's supervision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on a program. I get tested every other week, literally blood draw and piss. Mm. And and it keeps me on track, right? And, you know, it, it's a it's a temporary solution, but it changes your mind, right? Like it gets you off this hard pharmaceutical. It gets you onto this, uh, prescription pharmaceutical that I can actually, you know, under doctor's supervision, they test my levels and make sure that, you know, it's not uh, negatively affecting me, you yeah. know, and, and then I'll eventually get off that. I've only been on that for, well, I've been on it for a couple months now, six, seven months, but, uh, I don't take any more than my dose. And oftentimes I take far less than my dose. So it, it's a, you know, I'm not, naive to go oh i'm i'm all better now you know Mm -hmm. i'll never have to face this addiction problem again Mm because i definitely will yeah but this is my best option right now Mm -hmm. and if anybody out there is struggling with opioid abuse man get on these things right now because i literally got my life back i was spending thousand dollars a week on this shit now i don't spend any money on any drugs other than maybe some uh, Cartri- oil Cartridge 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 bro. Yeah. love them. And that, and that's, you know, I'm, de- you know, I don't like to be dependent on anything. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. so if I can limit, you know, I smoke a little pot and, uh, you know, I have my suboxone, which, you know, is, yeah, it's a, it's a drug. Right. But Hey, look at me. Right. I'm saving a ton of money. I work 50, 60 hours a week. I'm in mm. the gym five, six times a week. Yeah. Are you going to tell me that because I'm taking suboxone that something's, wrong so that i'm that i'm worse off than this guy over here who's not taking suboxone who's either a blasting oxy all the time or b not oxy but eating junk food and not yeah. working out all the time it's like yeah. no you you will not convince me of that ever yeah you, you gotta know what I mean? you gotta figure out what works for you you know yeah. and then yeah the, the addiction one man that's a tough one I mean, that's that's tough for people because because that was that's always a, very open like i have no problem talking about it like i literally like you could judge me all you want i'll tell you exactly what i did why i did it when I did it, yeah. it was fun. It was great. That's, it cost me a hundred grand over a couple of years, maybe more. Yeah, but, that's a tough you know, one, though, it, man. man. It's and, a, and anybody can. 
it's a it's a yeah it's an everyday struggle though you Mm -hmm. know and you and obviously some days are better than others Mm -hmm. and some days you're just like holy fuck dude am i gonna make it i don't even know and that's the thing when with drugs you know the first i got into oxy you know five years ago did it for three and i'm just using roughly the time scale i don't you know don't hold me to like the exact dates but basically it was like five six years ago i used for three years pretty steadily quit for about a year year and a half used for another whatever six eight months and then quit and it's like man like the doses that you take are just deadly mm-hmm. you know what i mean i mean you're talking i'm not bullshitting 700 milligrams six to 700 milligrams regularly a day for six to eight months 10 months yeah maybe longer you know what i mean obviously you work up to that so i would take 10 and then 12 and 14 and yeah. i mean most people can't even comprehend that taking 700 milligrams because if you took a five right now five milligrams you'd be floating and you'd be feeling great you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. it's just gnarly i mean and, and i use that as an example we kind of got off track is the adversity like you don't know what i've been through yeah you know yeah i'm a white guy five nine come from parents with money both still together you know what i mean like you don't know my struggles right yeah. like uh so to say that that guy had it easy it's like yeah i maybe had some easy things but once you get into the drugs like everybody's on a level playing field yeah and trust me it brings everybody to the same level oh yeah everybody even celebrities celebrities you know, even yeah people i mean yeah, i'm lucky i didn't them. die right i was taking mm-hmm. two be- i was taking 60 milligrams before i'd go to sleep mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like yeah. literally roll a dice and yeah. oh you woke up oh you woke up like yeah. luckily i did you know what i mean and that's the thing. Everybody's situation is unique. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's situation is unique. So you got to figure out what's going to work for you and you got to just do your best. You got to always be doing your best. And you know, yeah, there's always going to be that stuff that comes up. There's no question. And, and yeah, did you, do you have some nice perks? Like you said, your situation, of course you do. Of course you do. But at the same time, it doesn't mean it's just going to be a fucking cakewalk from here yeah, to definitely not million dollar mansion for yes, you. No that way. You're living in, you know, and and that's, that's why not... I say, come work with me. You'll see. I, there ain't no privilege where I work. No, you got to get, get swinging that 40 hammer. Latino guys that will smoke you if you're not on top of your shit. So yeah. it's, uh, and, and I love working with those guys. I really do. They are some of the best builders in the world. I swear to God, like, mm-hmm. and they like me, they like teaching me. I like learning from them and I'm a foreman. So, I mean, you know, I direct the guys, but shit, a lot of these guys are better carpenters than me, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like an ego check when I'm telling someone to do something that I almost don't even think I could do where I'm like, Hey, you need to get that done, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, it's just a different game. Management is, is different than the actual doing the task. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you got to stay at it though. You know? Yeah. You can't... So, I mean, yeah, it just, it, everybody, you know, you can't tell me that, you know, where I was three years ago or even a year ago, you know, six, seven months ago that, you know, I had any advantage over anybody. I literally had to restart. It was like a, a restart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I had to learn how to work again because that's the one thing. That's why I got into the pills is because as a construction worker, you are sore all the time, you know, and legitimately sore, not just from the shitty food and pop that I was drinking, which added to the effects, but, uh, you know, you're legitimately beating up your body on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's easy when you can take something that makes you feel like a god out there. Like, literally, I felt I would take a 30 and just you couldn't stop me. I'd work yeah, so yeah. hard, so fast. But then guess what? Six months later, uh, you're fucking you're broken. Fucked. You're yeah. broke. You're broken. You're, you're, your whole life revolves around doing this drug, getting this drug. And it's scary, man. The withdrawal, like that's, you know, it's, it's scary. It's a scary feeling. But I, I like to talk about it because it's hopefully people out there, if they are, you know, struggling or anybody anybody I come in contact with that that I you know I'm open about it because I know like 
Like you couldn't have been doing much more than me. So I know that you can get off, right? Yeah. Like you, there's physically, it's not really possible to do much more than like 40 or 50 a day. You know what yeah. I mean? That's just like taking, you're taking them off. You know, yeah. I was taking basically one every hour, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. and that's the way I did it. That's my, how I used like most people, some people, I shouldn't say most, some people are binge users where they, they'll get 20 and they'll do literally 10 in one sitting and 10 in another sitting. I was more the guy that would take one and one and one and one and one or two and one. Yeah, going. exactly. Constant yeah. flow. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you, well, and that, and that, that comes back to, like you said, like you gotta work hard. Um, a lot of people too, especially when it comes to the pills, like they just want, just, just give me the pill. It's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, give, give me yep. the fix, please. Yep. And I'll, I'll pop it, you know, I'll put a little water and that's, and I'll be good. Right. Mm-hmm. And then everything's good. Yep. It's like, no, it's, it's not that easy, you know, and never and is. people go, people are, drawn to that way too quickly these days i feel like yes with you know, anything sleep s- and, and sad depression yep. you know any of that kind of stuff it's like well like have you tried I, this yeah oh, i think have the, you tried eating right have i think tried... going prescription that should be like the last option like Literally, you should try yes. a couple other things okay still we're still dealing with it still not probably uh, okay is it, is it bad okay well maybe yeah. then maybe we'll give this one a try exactly i uh, mean it's like you know i'm not anti-medicine by any means because none of us would be alive if the advances in medicine hadn't haven't been taking place in the last you know 100 years or whatever right i mean yeah. you're just talking you know just you, you my teeth alone you go to the dentist and you know you have a rotten tooth like you would you have the chance to die right that spreads to your brain or you know you get an infection yeah. i mean you're dead like yeah. so it's not even you know but but you should have a healthy uh dose of skepticism with all this stuff i mean even vaccines right i'm not i'm not an anti-vaxxer yeah but i have some skepticism i've read some articles that would you know convince a lot of people that vaccines or that some of these vaccines might be dirty you know yeah. what i mean that some of them mm-hmm. are they've there's studies out there that show yes some of these vaccines do have links to some of this stuff in these in these studies now how biased are those studies i don't know i'm not yeah you know i don't bank my life on really these studies but, that, but you know that's back to the whole trump thing like i can mm-hmm. show you 10 articles that says he's good good president 10 articles that said the exact same things that showed that he was good or bad yeah. same thing with obama you know what did Obama do good? Google that. Yeah. What did Obama do bad? What are the examples of good and bad Obama that Obama did? It's literally the same stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Obamacare, it, like that's a good and bad. If you look at it from the conservative side, it's bad. If you look at it from the left side, it's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's it's good to be a little skeptical though. You know, there's nothing yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a huge skeptic, and I that's mean, why I like the conspiracy yeah, stuff. But and, and but that know. that's fine though. You know, because that that solidifies people's opinion and that makes sure that people are legit and they're actually you know they've thought this through and whatnot. And hey, this is America, okay? Freedom of speech. I mean, that's what it's all about. You're allowed to be skeptical. Yeah, and you're, you're allowed, allowed to, to be things. wrong too. That's it, like what one thing like I think we talked like a few weeks ago like. Like, you can't even be wrong anymore in this country, you know yeah. what I mean, without just getting torched. Like, when, like, hey, maybe I'm I'm misinformed and I have this wrong idea, mm-hmm. but, like, let me have it and you don't need to crush me over it. You yeah. don't need to, like, yeah. ruin my life because I actually... Yeah, I you thought, don't need to dox uh, me and get yeah, me fired from my job. Uh, that was not to be true. Like, yeah. that's... I hate that shit. And that's, like, the whole, like, with politics, like... You can't even be wrong. You you misspeak or misspell on some of these things, and yeah. people are 
instantly instead of talking about the subject, they're bullying you over your speech oh, or God. your Trump, rhetoric or your Trump with your co- typing. Kofafi. Yeah, Kofafi. I mean, is someone not spell checking him? Like, a, what is he doing? A, a typo. Twitter. A typo yeah. lasted six weeks. It yeah. was like the top story. It was one of the biggest gags. It's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me, you guys? This is all you got? Yeah, this is all they got. Yep, yep. The guy <sighs> can't spell. He's up at 4 a.m. He watches TV. He eats McDonald's. He's playing golf all the time. Bad, bad, bad. It's like, yeah, it's, I don't even care, man. You're, living, you're not living your life if you're worried about that. I, I get it. I don't, I, I'm, the, I'm not saying bury your head. Mm-hmm. And there's other people that are like, that's, they're way more interested in the politics side. And they're way less interested in, you know, working out. That's fine. Yeah. But there has to be a balance, right? I have a healthy balance where I, I delve into some politics. I, I'm aware of some yeah. stuff. But you can't be completely wrapped in it all yeah, the fucking time. Yeah, but my time. life does not revolve around what Trump does or what yeah. any what, of what these he people tweeted. do. And maybe that's, you know, maybe I'm part of the problem is that, you know, that there's not enough involvement. Mm-hmm. But in the same same breath, it's like, well, we have a pretty damn good system. So yeah. it, it, something's working. I mean, well, again, something it, needs to change. But what? Where? Why? Yeah. When? And how? How much money is it going to cost? Well, Nothing's free. Yeah. You know, these you changes s- aren't free. And you already said it, too. And it's like, how does that even really affect your life? Like, mm-hmm. whatever Trump's done. Like, yeah. any of his policies, whether they're shitty or whether they're good. Yeah. I mean, maybe besides the tax cut, maybe you got a little bit of a bump in your paycheck, which, ooh, Yeah, great. right. But, nice. but that's, well, we'll pay it somewhere else. Right? Well, exactly. We'll pay, we'll yeah. pay it somewhere else. 1.2 yeah. trillion deficit now, you know? So, it's yeah, it's definitely not for free. But uh, <laughs> enjoy it for now. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're going up later. Yeah. You know? But, uh but yeah, besides that, I mean, how does it even affect your life? And, yeah. and, and again, you guys are going to get so wrapped up in this. And, and what wouldn't affect your life? You know what I mean? Like, I guess like from a, uh, if another president was in, in place, like what do you, is, are the handouts just going to come flying or like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, I don't know, man, it, I'm not informed enough to make a lot of judgments on this stuff, but I do know that it's, you, you can't let your life, your identity be affected by the decisions that these politicians are making. And that's what a lot of, that's what's happening. You know, people get offended when you attack their political beliefs. Let's not even use the word attack. When you disagree with their political beliefs, Mm -hmm. like because their identity is that belief. So now you're saying so much of their ethos is, you know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just boils back to, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, people being right and wrong. You know, people want to be right. Yeah. And to be wrong is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. You know, it's constant scorecard. Yeah, exactly. You know, the tally, the score. Yeah. Yep. The favor bank. You know, it's just like I said, like with the earlier with, you know, helping people out, like Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a tally. We shouldn't be marking scores because this is like, you should just want to do good. The grand scheme of life. We need to do better. We need to do more. Yeah. You should just want to do good things for the people in your life. Imagine if everybody worked as hard as you or me or some of uh, these other people. I mean, I don't even work that hard compared to some of these other people. No, no. Look at Bill not. Gates or whatever. He didn't take a day off in his 20s or something. You know, you yeah. always hear that story. There's yeah. tons of people out there like that. Oh, yeah. Who started at 20. I'm starting at 33 mm-hmm. where, where I'm really hitting my stride. Some some of these kids, you know, they're fucking, you know, running businesses by 23, 24, 25. Yeah. And maybe they're failing, but yeah. that's fine. That's but, fine to fail. But they're showing up. Exactly. Day, they're you know? trying. You know yeah. what I mean? I have a buddy uh, that owns a car car lot and him and his friends also own other car lots like not together but like they're in that industry mm-hmm. and yeah they're in debt 
because they're you know they're on credit with the cars they're buying and then yeah. selling. Yeah. I mean, some of them are in real deep, like four or five hundred thousand dollars, but they have inventory. Yeah, you know. But a lot of people, man, I'm in five hundred. That that make me sick, right? That's, you know what I mean? That you got to have a, some sleep, for some sure. nuts to yeah. to really push the envelope like that to mm-hmm. to risk. You know, and that's you know I'm I'm a big fan of like if you risk you you can then reward, right? Yeah. You know, you can't not risk anything and get a reward. Yeah, and that's what a lot happen. of people want. Yeah. You know, they think it's the entitlement and, and I'm, I'm there too. I'm entitled. Everybody, mm-hmm. I think in this generation we're to a degree entitled. is entitled, yeah, we're you know, way like, too entitled. Hey, I'm me. This should happen. You mm-hmm. know, go to any restaurant. It's like, I've been on, uh, I've gone to restaurants with people and been appalled at how they treat a server, you yeah. know? And it's like, and then it's like, well, I'm paying $200 for this meal. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't give you the right to be an asshole to this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I have friends in the service industry, so I'm always just like, even if it's bad service, I just kind of blow it off, and I'm not really like, I don't get you worked don't, up about it. I might it, not go back to that place. Yeah, Maybe that make, one server But you don't make over, an issue Yeah, I'm not Yelp it. reviewing, and I'm not yeah. complaining to the manager. Uh, excuse, can, just, we, can we get a manager over here? Yeah, yeah. Hey, can we speak uh, with know, the manager? I've got my water filled. Like, no, like, I've just, literally been like at yeah, restaurants with people like that. And I get it. At a high, at a fancy restaurant, I get it. But... You know, it it just kind of like you let just, w- let one or two roll off your back before you yeah. fucking get your asshole fucking puckered. You know yeah, what I mean? It's exactly. Just, and you know, you just tip a little less. You know, it's like yeah, well, tip a little less, and maybe you don't go service. back to that place. Well, and now yeah, exactly. that that bad worker has cost that restaurant money, and realistically, that person probably won't last very much longer because that restaurant will notice that. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, if that continues to happen, for sure. So. so. But yeah, but that's that kind of goes along with like manufactured outrage these days too, though. You know, like people just they just, they just want to look, they just want to find anything to be upset. The about. outrage culture, yeah. Know? Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah. 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 What can we be? Just, what can we be upset yep. about today? You know, somebody did this, somebody did that. Oh, yep. this is such and, and why injustice. is that? Because they don't have a lot going for them. They're mm-hmm. not busy enough. You know what I mean? And and that's fine. I mean, in my early twenties when I was in college, like I was more depressed when I was in college than I have ever been in my life, because it was literally just like what am I doing here? Like we're going to school, we're reading books, we're doing papers, but there's no, I'm not producing anything other than, yeah. you debt, know what I mean? Debt. Yeah. Well, my, you know that, yeah. Debt. Yeah. Money, the money to pay for college is outrageous, you know, but Hey, it's a choice, right? You know, and if that's how you think you need to get your degree and get a job, then, you know, maybe that's how you got to do it. Everybody's path's different, yeah. you know? I mean, my path was different too. Yeah, I went to college and then when I got out, I went to an apprenticeship school for carpentry mm-hmm. because the degree in uh, that I got was basically useless. I mean, it was a geography degree, you know? <laughs> basically, by the time, and I graduated in 2010, mm-hmm. that was like post, or uh, like right after the housing crisis, mm-hmm. right? 08, 09, nothing yeah. was happening in 2010, yeah. all the way to 2013. So I had friends in the industry who had graduated maybe the year before or two years before me that were like, we're unemployed. There's nothing to, there's no work. Hmm. I'm in California, literally living at my parents' house. And I was like, whoops, okay, well, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm in the union and I'm going to be a carpenter now. And, you know, and I had always worked. Didn't even need this education. Yeah, you know, and, but the thing is, is I kind of did because I was very undersized. I mean, as a senior, I was, uh. 130 pounds you know mm-hmm. five six 130 pounds you know and now i'm five nine 160 something so like you know, I'm, a, I'm a slightly bigger bigger framed more muscular person that can actually do construction i wouldn't have been able to do my job that i'm doing right now at 19 20 yeah. 21 i just was too small i was too undersized too too weak yeah didn't have the brain for it so i'm very very thankful that i was able to you know spend some time maturing 
you know, in college. It was a great time, but somewhat unnecessary to be paying that much for for that experience. You know what I mean? Where I yeah. could have gone to community college and and done the same thing. And I would, if I had to do it all over again, I would definitely go to community college for a couple of years to hash out, you know, college. And then for my degree and my, you know, uh, actual what I want to study, I would then go to maybe a four year. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a pretty good path to go. It really is. I had a couple of buddies that did that and they're engineers at Boeing and they're doing great. Yeah. And they didn't and have like, to, and they didn't have to rack up a ton of paid debt. fucking a half of what I did. Yeah. Probably, you know what I mean? They went to Everett CC for yeah. like eight quarters or 10 mm-hmm. quarters. I mean, that's, you know, what is it? It's like two, 300 bucks a quarter. So, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. It's something got all the basics after that. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, you're into a good field with a pretty good starting pay. So Can we take a break. I need to take uh, actually, honestly, we'll probably just wrap this thing okay, up yeah, here. Let's do yeah, it. we've done pretty good. We're already uh, about an hour and a half in. Oh yeah. Is there any great. anything else that you you got some notes there? Uh, anything else you want to get see. to I before think, we, no, we got, tie know, a bow on it? Top, talk a little fantasy, but mm-hmm. are you uh, playing any leagues this year? Uh, I can't get into the fantasy, man. No, I, no. I, oh, that's no. the only reason I watch football. As soon as fantasy's over, my TV just goes click. I don't even watch football anymore. It's. I mean, yeah. It's I'm like, like the worst fan. But people probably hate me. Well, you're like watching a completely different game at that point. It's completely you know? different. Yeah, I'm it's red zone. Even, I don't, I'm just like it's, it's not even the real like, game. Yeah, you're like who scored? Who threw it? You know, I don't care what the score is. Just who threw it? Looking at your phone, and then when you're you you'll see a. Something will pop up on the red zone. You'll be like, yes. And then like your other player will score against you. And you'll be like, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> funny. No, I, I like I like playing fantasy. That's about the only TV that I do watch consistently is red zone on Sundays. And yeah. I'll literally dedicate, you know, it's like everybody, every sport, you know, football nerd is just like, okay, Sundays for like eight weeks is, you know, and it's also during snowboard season. So I will miss Sundays and I'll go up, up to the mountains and ride yeah. and whatnot. But yeah. So, yeah, no, I just, I, I'm excited for it. It always creeps around summer because it's like, you know, August will be doing the draft. And mm. I, I play in like a $300 league with 10 guys. We've been, this is our 10th or 11th year. So, yeah, it's been, it's a pretty solid crew of guys. And, you know, everybody's got a little cash to throw around. So it's nice when you, uh, when you win it, you walk away with like, you know, 15, 16, 1700, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's definitely good. Come up. I'm all, I'm all about the gambling yeah. aspect of it. That's for sure. But, yeah. All right. Well, well, yeah, man, that was fun, dude. Yeah, I, thank I you for coming out. To, Appreciate you joining us, yeah, us here, Darren. Get some shit off my chest yeah, with this hey. new uh, routine I'm in. I really just like I feel so good that I wanted to like you know at least tell some people and I everybody I've been in contact with are probably sick of it because they're yeah. like I'm like come to the gym with me let's go you will feel better I promise you it's the momentum man once you it get is. that momentum on exactly. your side you know start making some positive changes and a lot of good things can happen you don't yeah. even real you don't even realize yeah. a lot of them but and keeps you focused on other shit good mm-hmm. shit yep. you know, productive stuff that you're not. You know, you, you, you idle around too much and you will find yourself, you know, degening into bad habits, staying yeah. up late, eating bad. And for me, you know, yeah, drifting into fucking drugs and, yeah. you know, I'm not completely sober. Obviously I'm far from, you know, mm-hmm. I, I still have a few drinks here and there. I, ra- I rarely drink, so it's not been a big problem for me, but yeah, the other drugs I don't do, it's just, I'm over all that stuff. I'm, I'm 33 now. I'm trying to, you know, from 30 to 40, it's a big, that's, that's a big step in life. I feel like, you know, you got your 18 to 25, 25 to 30, 30 yeah. to 40, and you kind of live your life. You got to be a lot different person exactly. once you get to that 40 you know, A little bit old. more mature, thought yeah. out, kind of like realizing like, yeah, we, we don't have too much time to get what we want done. Mm-hmm. So let's get it going now. Yep. Got to be productive. Stay productive, guys. That's the way to do it. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate it on another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. I uh, believe 112 here. I believe 112 is the number. Don't quote me on that. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Darren, good to have you here, man. We'll uh, you. get you back. Oh, before we leave, too, by the way, we didn't even touch on this. I got to I gotta at least bring it up. Huh. Oh, them old cryptocurrencies. Oh, my God. I, no, I was actually going <laughs> to say, dude. 
Why didn't we start off with that? You know, honest, start off honestly, with that. it's you it, can edit this and put it in the front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, it's funny. Like I was, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and yeah. even I was you way. Should have ripped. Me, even man. even I was way Why, off. What did you? Think? I was too optimistic. My target was seven thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, oh, we're hey, below, it's we're below there. I actually bought a little more because so I actually sold some a while back uh, to lower my total risk because I had like twenty two hundred invested. So mm-hmm. I I I lowered it down to where I had about fifteen hundred invested, and then I bought another like little I can't 500 bucks worth. So I have about 2000 invested and I have 0.2 Bitcoin, which means that my, I'd have to sell at 10,000 to break even, Mm -hmm. which I feel like that could, it could still very well go above that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely right now it's sitting at 63 and it's basically just like the hype is, (laughs) the hype is fucking over. So, I mean, I'm sitting with about two grand and, and right now I'm looking at my account. Let's see. I've, I basically lost 40% of my money. So I'm, I'm, my account is, I have thirteen fifty in my account. So I mean, I've lost what's that six hundred fifty bucks? Well, you know, it's, spe- and, and it's like, speculative money. I mean, exactly, it was, and it's lottery so. ticket money. And I yeah, think in the, exactly. the the first podcast we did, I mean, obviously everybody was new. We didn't really know what we were talking about, other than just like what we had heard and kind of regurgitating stuff, which is fine. But it, my whole thing was just like I didn't want to miss this freak bubble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could it. it we don't know where this thing it could have be. been the internet and again, a $2,000 know? investment to mm-hmm. see where, yeah, the internet or where Yahoo or where this new technology goes, whatever it may be mm-hmm. is a very small risk. I mean, yeah, I have friends that went fucking head in and are like 10, 10 G's in. And it's like, that's a little much. Yeah. Like I, I never wanted to get that much in because I just, I have a, one of my brothers is like really smart with investing. And he's like, don't buy any more. He's like, diversify. He's like, if you're going to invest, you need to diversify. And it's yeah. obvious, right? Like, why would you wrap every single investment up into Bitcoin? You yeah. wouldn't. So yeah. it, it is interesting. And yeah, I know we should, you should have ripped me right at the beginning. Cause <laughs> you know, and, and fuck man, it was just, it was a, it was a crazy wave. And I actually really don't uh, understand how it could go that big that fast because it's really based on like the, uh, volume of trade size right like if uh if the volume of it's like my he was explaining it and so don't i'm probably gonna butcher this but it's like if the volume of trade is like high like the price will go down or something because like the big sellers are selling yeah whereas if the 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 volume trade is small like the actual number like if a lot of people are buying like hundred dollars of bitcoin 200 300 dollars of bitcoin the the price will go up something along those lines Mm -hmm. so it, he basically would send me statistics like it's going to go down and it would go down. And then he's like, it'll probably see a small bump and it would see a small bump. So there are some factors you can correlate with yeah. it, but, 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 but now it's just like who fucking Well, the way, knows? the way it ran up so much is because all the people who got in yeah. at the beginning, mm-hmm. they got in for so cheap yeah. that they were never going to sell. This is just like you said, this is their lottery ticket and this yeah. is going to be their retirement and they're just never going to sell. And therefore there wasn't a lot of turnover as yes. far as who was, you know, it was just all, it was just everybody was buying. It was just yeah. everybody was yep, buying. Yep, yep. And that and now, always just jams prices. Yeah, sky high, th- right? exactly. If there's not a big supply, well, yep. now we got to the point where people are wanting to get Dumping out. At 19, they want to get 15, out and who bought in at a thousand and made. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. now, boom, you've seen the, yeah. the and trend. And my so. guess, my question would be what? What's the bottom ceiling? Because a lot of people are bottom ceiling. <laughs> Does it make sense? Before. Double negative. Bottom, yeah. The, what's the floor of this? Because, and I actually think it's right around four or 5,000. Because if someone buys at 15,000, let's say they bought one Bitcoin at 15,000, 
Why would you sell at six thousand? Well, that's the you've thing. lost you get, ten thousand. You might as well just risk it and, just and to lose, lose it, it all. all. Yeah. So I feel like there's a bottom ceiling where, like, I'm not selling right now, and I'll mm. never sell. Like, it's gonna literally have to go to zero for me to sell. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it'd be you know, and I wouldn't sell at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, so it's so gonna be interesting. The the value is interesting, very very interesting mm. as far as like, like you know what what's gonna cause the next surge or what's gonna cause the next you yeah. know. Drop. It's it's gonna be interesting for the next year. The rest of the year, I will say this: um, I don't think it's staying where it's at right now. Mm. I don't. I don't. I won't even say Very exact. Mysterious. I won't even say which direction it's <laughs> yeah. gonna go. But I, I'm pretty sure it's not gonna stay where it's at right now. Yeah. I mean, I I don't. I guess I don't see it going much lower than four or five thousand because yeah. I think at that point everybody's holding. Anybody who bought at ten is gonna hold. Anybody who bought at fifteen is gonna hold. If you bought, I had friends who bought at seventeen, eighteen. I was thought. I told them not. I mean, that's just crazy. I yeah. the highest I bought was like thirteen thousand, and that was, and I didn't even feel good about it. I wish yeah. I had got in at ten when I had bought like you know my other half. I basically bought like a quarter at like nine thousand, uh, like a thousand at ten thousand, and then a thousand at thirteen. You know, so and then sold some blah blah blah. But uh, it, yeah, it's 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 uh gonna be it's gonna be a fun year to watch. That's for fun. sure. Yeah. So like I said, it just. I don't know. I don't think it can, anything can go to zero. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. not. There oh, definitely is possible, yeah. but let's yeah. let's just hope that it, it uh, gets another little wave and gets above ten, and I'll sell everything. <laughs> you and everybody else. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right. Get yeah, we gotta we gotta okay. wrap this, baby. That's awesome. Thank you man. guys for joining us once again. Appreciate it. Uh, episode one twelve here, Darren. Uh, thank you for coming can, out, man. If you want, follow me at Wydell Birchwood. Wydell Birchwood. Wydell Birchwood. Instagram, baby. Give him a check out, guys. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us, though. We appreciate it. Another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. We appreciate you guys listening to us. And thanks for joining. And we will talk with you guys next week.